Hey, teacher friend, welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. Today is the last day of November, and we are heading into the last month of the year. Can you believe it? Well, I hope that you are prepared for today's lesson. Do you have your heart in the right place, your mind in the right place? And even if it's not, I pray that after this episode, you will gain more courage to overcome the fears that are holding you back from what you are called to do or that stirring that is in your mind, that is in your spirit. And you just feel so tied down to these overwhelming feelings of change because change is scary. And today I want you to know that I have walked this walk. I am still walking this walk. You are not alone. And there are 7 billion people on the planet. You are not the only one who has stepped in to self-employment and you are not the only one who has stepped away from their secure teacher position. I'm raising my hand right now. This was me. Today, I'm going to talk to you as if I were going to talk to my own daughter who she really wants to be an entrepreneur whenever she grows up. And I would tell her what I'm getting ready to tell you. I know for the past several weeks, I have been speaking a lot about our mindset, getting out of the comfort zone, because here's the deal. You have what it takes. You really do have what it takes to step in to this new calling, this new movement of being able to teach the way that you desire to teach, make an impact, and make a significant income. You just have to jump over the fire because it feels as if there's this fire right there. You're afraid that if you even step over, you might get burned. And we've been taught to stay safe. Don't go around it. Just stay back. And I'm not telling you to play with fire. I'm telling you that you're going to run and you're going to jump over it. I often hear teachers say, I'm so afraid of my finances. I'm afraid of stepping out and having to do this on my own. I am uncertain about where the finances are going to come from, how much money I'm going to make. What if I fail? What if I do not make the income that I used to make? What about my medical insurance? What about my retirement? Today, we're going to address the root of these fears because the truth is we are going to have to figure it out, but it's not impossible and I'm going to show you how you can conquer these fears. So buckle up, baby, because today we're going to address the fears that are holding you back and tactical ways to overcome them. Put on your boxing gloves because we are about to tell fear where to go. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. 
So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Okay, here we go. This is, I think, probably one of the biggest calls of my life is to help teachers overcome fear. Because I'm a teacher, I have drowned in fear so many months, weeks, years. I want to help teachers break away from this horrible cycle that we get ourselves into because we have been taught this is the safest job to have. Or there's almost this unspoken expectation that we will stay where we are forever. You know, we're a hero. And if we step away from what we've been doing or we transition into something different, we're going against the grain. It feels as if, oh my goodness, I am giving up all of my safety nets. And the truth is, teachers, listen up. This is nothing but social oppression. And I know that's something heavy to start off with, but we are oppressed socially. I had felt that for years prior to leaving, that there is just this heavy weight, this dark cloud that comes upon us that how dare we do anything different? How dare we go against the grain? No, you stay here. You close your door. You do what you're supposed to do. You follow this guide. You play by the rules. You make a difference the best way that you can, and you work yourself to the ground. There's a sense of control, and you feel as if your hands are tied. Trust me, I know how it feels. It's almost as if everybody just kind of looks around, and it's just the big elephant in the room. Yes, there are great days. Yes, there are celebrations. But here's the deal. We are still a part of corporate America. No matter the accolades, we are replaceable. But I think that one of the biggest fears, and actually it's not I think, I know, teachers saying, I am afraid I am not going to be able to provide for my family financially. Friends, I felt the same way. I did feel the same way. How am I going to replace my teacher salary? As if I were making six figures at the time. No, I wasn't. How am I going to replace this income, pay for health insurance, and put into my retirement? In addition, how am I going to do that but still be able to have the time off? I encourage you to go back to previous episodes where I talk about the financial aspect of this business and the potential you have to making much more of an income than what you have in the past. In addition, I encourage you to reach out to me. Join our Facebook group, Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. There are many other people in this group that have the same thoughts and fears that you have. In addition, go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com and grab a coaching session with me so I can take you through the numbers, the options, and the possibilities. Invest in yourself, feel the fear, and do it anyway. Feel it. It's there. You're going to have to do it anyway. Get serious. Get to business. Get some coaching. Get some books. Do your research. This is how we jump over the fire. We can stand near it. We can let it get us warm. But until we jump over it, we are never going to see what is on the other side. You can very well teach less children and even less time and make 10, 20, 30% more income, if not more. I'm being generous, if not more, by starting your own micro school or your homeschooling business. The evidence is there. Look up how other people are forming micro schools. 
get educated. The worst thing that could happen is that you stay where you stay and you keep doing what you're doing and you keep getting what you're getting and you get a minuscule pay raise every year if you even get that. Psychologically, we are unwilling to face the cost of change, even though we know that it can get us to where we really want to be. For an example, say you're at Disney World and you go to, or any amusement park, and you go to give your ticket and you have to go through that turnstile. And you'll see little children, they'll go up to it and they're like, oh, I don't, oh gosh, I got to push it. Oh no, I'm going to walk back. Or we ourselves, we have to push ourselves through that threshold. And it seems like a barrier and it seems like an inconvenience. But when we do it and we push through it, it's not as bad as what we think it is. Especially for a little child, it might seem like a big daunting task, but then they push through the turnstile and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm free. Look at the world. Look what all I have to explore and get to be a part of. But you'll never know unless you push through the turnstile. We want change, but it's difficult and there is a cost and it feels scary. And even if we know what to do, we will talk ourselves out of it. So number one, get out a piece of paper and at the top of your paper, you're going to write, I need wisdom. I need wisdom. And you're going to have a brain dump on what you need wisdom about. I need wisdom about my finances. I need wisdom about my income. I need wisdom about transitioning out of my teacher career. I need wisdom about a location. I need wisdom about my retirement. Write it all down. That's step number one. And don't talk yourself out of it. If it seems even daunting to do that, do the 54321 rule. Mel Robbins teaches this. You say five, four, three, two, one, get up, go get the piece of paper or go get out the idea notebook that I've talked about in previous episodes. This is your idea notebook. This is your project notebook for where you're going next in life. You get out that notebook and you start writing down what you need wisdom on. That's step number one. Step number two, you look at everything you wrote down on that list and you group them into categories. What do you notice continues to come up? Highlight, if it's about money, highlight all of those in green. If it's about time, highlight all of those in orange. If it's about friendships, if it's about your family or judgments of other people, highlight that in a different color. So you can see what is it that's really taxing your brain and causing you to have these worries that could be self-inflicting destructive behavior or self-destructive thinking, right? There are fears that we have when it comes to making this change of self-employment and it's uncertainty. And I can tell you right now that in order to get past uncertainty, you have to get into the flow. It does not have to be perfect. There will be nights when you don't know. There's still nights where I think about my future and where I'm going with this business and how I'm growing it and what God's plans are for the next five years and the next 10 years. And I have to be okay with knowing that I don't know, especially when it comes to starting out for the first time. It's like this. Hey, put me in the game. I might be a hot mess quarter one and recognize that just like whenever you first became a teacher, I was a hot mess my first year. It's okay. You survived. You went through it. You're older now. You're more mature. You have more experience, but you will not experience the change so significantly if you are not willing to venture into the unknown, the uncertainty. Look at pioneers. Look at the explorers who have paved a way, the innovators who have come up 
with so many outrageously incredible discoveries. They had to venture into uncertainty. We have to move. We have to move in order to change. You are going to have to allow yourself not to know and go. After you write down what it is that you need wisdom for, you're going to pray about it. And you're also going to find a who for each one of those categories that you need. If it's about your finances, go get a financial advisor. If it's about timelines and specific information, get with me. Get with people who have done this before so that you can gain more confidence and more clarity. Another situation that I see people face, another fear, is the fear of judgment. They're afraid that people are not going to understand. They're afraid that they're going to be rejected. They are concerned that people are going to say, that's so dumb. Why can't you just stay here and be happy like the rest of us or unhappy like the rest of us and just be like everybody else? Because there is a social fear of change. People would rather have you conform. They'd rather have you stay in a cage. They think this is who you are. They think that they know you. And they think that this is the best option for you. Teacher friend, you are going to have to have guts. This is your life and this is what you stand for. You are going to have to separate yourself from the crowd and the noise or the masses and stop believing that people won't support you. Do not hold back on your dreams because of judgment. Because the truth is, most people really do have your back. And you might feel weird going against what you've always done. You might expect that there are going to be people who are not going to clap for you. I can tell you this, the moment that you get into momentum, they're going to start noticing and they're going to start acknowledging your courage. So if you are sensing a fear of judgment from your family members, from your friends, from your teacher friends, from your neighbors or whomever it may be, understand that people are always going to judge us. And I heard someone say the other day, it's really none of my business what people think about me. And I thought, well, that's interesting. It's really none of my business what people think about me. Truth be told, friends, I think that the longer we stay and conform with something that we do not feel is right, we're just sabotaging ourselves and sabotaging our future. And some may say to me, well, Mackenzie, easy for you to say. And actually, I want you to know this. It is easier for me to say it because I was sitting right where you're sitting right now and feeling the exact same way you were feeling. What am I going to do about my insurance? What's going to happen if I don't find enough students for my school and I don't make the income? I sat right where you are thinking, not just those thoughts, many other thoughts that were inhibiting me from being able to push through. And I'm not saying that we don't recognize it. We write it down. We say, I need wisdom. You keep writing it down. You keep making a list. And I promise you, if you keep looking at that list, you will feel so much more motivation to find someone who can help you in this area. One thing that I like to do with my teacher friends who I'm coaching is to actually write out my projected budget and to show them the numbers on paper. Now, I'm not a financial advisor, but I can certainly lead you in a better direction and connect you with people that I know can help you and to look at numbers with you and to crunch some data and to help you create a plan of action. One of the biggest stressors I felt before I even started our micro school was the finance part. So I wrote down everything that I needed to have figured out. And lo and behold, 
It's like someone flipped a switch in my brain where I'm like, oh, I'm holding all this in and I've got all this mental space just being taken up by these questions that I can so easily, okay, Google or pick up the phone and call my friend Nikki who works for US Health Advisors. Oh, okay, I could do that. Oh, wait a minute. Let me see if I can actually find people on YouTube who have stepped out and what they did to financially prepare for this. So yes, it took me a little bit of time in an effort to do that, but how much time did I save overall for my life just by figuring that out in a couple hours? Seriously, or having a conversation or picking up the phone. We have not because we ask not. And we don't have wisdom in these areas because we don't ask for wisdom in these areas. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened. Matthew 7, 7. And the root of the fears that we face are because we are afraid that we are going to have to struggle. We think we're going to have to give up stuff. And we are. But there's nothing that I've given up. Personally, nothing that I've given up. Have I said, gosh, I wish I had that. Whether it's physical or situational. Truthfully, the hardest things that we have to do are to learn what we don't know what to do. That's it. Once we start learning, we start gaining more understanding, having more wisdom, and then we gain more confidence, and then we actually do the thing. We put away Netflix, we put away the magazines, and we stay sharp. We stay sharp. That's the third one. One, after you write down your list of things that you need wisdom on, two, you find people, you start researching, how you're going to get those answers to those questions. And the third thing you're going to do is stay sharp and start developing skills. Start recognizing how you can serve better. Start recognizing that the struggle door is going to be there, but you've got to turn the handle and push on through it. Don't moan. Don't complain. It will block you from being in the flow. Once you write down what you need help with, You start finding people, books, resources, videos to help you. You start staying sharp and you become so much more vigilant in doing what you want to do. Instead of being captive, instead of being controlled, instead of being fearful, you have authority to step into what you are called to do. You push away distractions and even if it's difficult, you say, I am going to do this. I'm going to do it. I can do hard things. If I don't do this, I'm going to regret it. And I have overcome so many more difficult things in my life. This is nothing. This is nothing. And once you start working up that muscle, once you do it, it's done. But trust me, I felt paralyzed in fear, not knowing what to do, when to do, who can help me. But the moment I started getting serious and getting real with myself. I had a teacher friend say, listen, I want you to put it all down on paper for me. Write out how much you spend in everything that you have with this business. I'm sorry if it's a little too personal, but I want you to do it. I'm like, okay, let's get it girl. Because she is a single mom. She is a single mom stepping out, trying to make this work. Can we just stop for a minute and commend the people who don't know exactly what to do, but they're willing to figure it out? Hello. I mean, I'm sitting here with a husband and wondering how I'm going to make it work with my two kids. Now, granted, 
we didn't have health insurance through his company. So when we stepped out, he stepped out actually prior to us even starting the school. I stepped away from teaching and he stepped away from his corporate America job. We did this at the same time, not having insurance, not having a backup plan, but we did it anyways. And what it did was it threw us into a season of really fighting for what we wanted and not depending on the system to get us through, not depending on quote unquote, what everybody says that you have to have in order to be successful in life. God made a way and I am not at all saying that we should be reckless. That is not at all what I'm saying. But if you're waiting for everything to look perfect, you're never going to get there. You're never going to get to where you're going. I have heard from so many people who have actually even sought out financial advisors and they have said to them, this doesn't seem like a good business move. This isn't necessarily about building a micro school, but listen to other people who have stepped out and started something that they were passionate about. And they'll tell you, They were not ready. They did not feel ready. Nobody is saying that you should be reckless, but if you're going to listen to someone who's been in the same job and taking no risk, theirs aren't the people that you should be getting your advice from if you're trying to start something that's going to involve change. My father, for an example, he moved to Florida about 10 years ago. He left his job that was an employer for 20-something years, excellent amount of money, He left it all, moved to Florida and started a business working with his hands because that's exactly what he wanted to do. He lives in the panhandle, lives by the beach, stepped out in faith, said, I've always wanted to work with my hands. I've always wanted to run my own business. I don't want to punch the clock for anybody else. I lived a miserable life doing that. I'm going to do what I want to do. And he has flourished. He had four kids, two of which were out of the house, but two of which were in the house still and a wife who didn't have a job. Come on, friends, we can do this. Surround yourself with people who have made it happen. Surround yourself with people who have fought the good fight and do not stay complacent. That's all I have for you today. I am like shooken up, ready for this. This gets me pumped up because one of these days, somebody can look at you and say exactly what I said about my dad. I hope that one day my kids look at me and they say, I remember when my mom stepped away. I remember my mom being at school and watching my mom do what she did throughout my elementary school and then stepping away from that and starting out of our home. I hope that my kids, not that they need to praise me, but that they feel encouraged to do something outrageous that makes them happy, that makes them fulfilled, that pushes them into the destiny work that God has called them to do. I'm praying for you. I'm cheering for you. Join us in our Facebook group. Get connected with me. I'm here to help. It would be my ultimate pleasure to help you get through this, to coach you through the next stage of where you are going and building your school, stepping out, starting a business. I hope to see you on the other side. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. Because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.